0: Over the last few months, I have been attempting to clarify for myself and team (laughs) and the outside world uh, what we do as a company and why we do it. And um, that's an interesting thing to work through. I I spent way longer on it than I thought I would, uh, and the result was a 10-minute video. And that video walks through three layers of what we do, the belief at the center of it the problem preventing that belief or one of the problems preventing that belief from um, being realized, and then our current solution to that problem. Now the cool thing about that structure, kind of a, think of it like three um, three concentric circles or three in, um, nested circles, the, the center of which is the kind of the seed, it's the belief. For us is that uh, we believe that people are underrated, that we drastically underrate our creativity and what we're capable of. The problem keeping that Uh, the problem creating that is, um, most people have amazing ideas. That's how their creativity manifests itself. But turning that idea into a thing is really hard. Like turning it into a business of some sort, organization of some sort is pretty difficult due to sales and marketing being hard. So we want to make the solution we have is a, a marketing system that works every time. You just put your key in it, you turn it and it works. Uh, so anyway, I don't want to spoil the punchline here. Um, I've been working through that process for a while. You can go on Twitter and search problem thinking, solution thinking in my name and pull up a big thread that kind of walks through this in depth, the kind of the structure of it. But the thing I wanted to share here, I went ahead and took the video I shot, stripped out the audio. I want to put it on the podcast for you to hear and get feedback from you on. This is uh, what Growth Tools is and what we do framed in that thinking with very, very specific uh, examples of each thing. So, this is our mission as a company. This is what we do. This is what we give new employees day one. This is what we put on job applications. Uh, this is what we uh, t- talk about and is a core of all of our product thinking, sales thinking, marketing thinking. Everything we do is baked in, lathered in this mission. So, I'm going to press play now and uh, enjoy. All right, Brian from Growth Tools here. We think of our business like a peach. There's three layers the seed, the fruit, the skin, the seed is where everything starts and out of it, everything grows. Uh, we look at our business the same way. The center, the seed, the thing that produces everything is a core belief. And then we look for a problem preventing that core belief from being a reality or stopping it from fully fulfilling what it should be. And then our product is simply a solution uh, to solve that problem. So let me walk you through the basics of this. First of all, very few businesses think like this. Uh, very few businesses identify the problem they solve in the first place. Even fewer businesses um, have a core belief that led them to solve the problem and try to create the best solution that's ever existed to solve that problem. So as an example, most businesses look at their, their company just as one big circle. Like we have a product and we sell that product. They don't think of the problem it solves. They don't think of the belief that it has. For example, Kodak. Kodak would look at their business in the mid 90s when they're in their heyday and they would say, we make film. People need film. We make film. We sell film. We have film that you can buy if you're a 35 millimeter camera and uh, you should buy it because we sell film. What happens as a end result of businesses that have tool-based thinking, they have solution-based thinking, is that they go out of business and that's what happened to Kodak. By not knowing the problem they solved, by not knowing the thing that existed, the the, the core belief that generated all of that. They had the person on their staff in the 1970s who invented the digital camera. Kodak invented the digital camera, but they didn't capitalize on on that. And as a result, they went bankrupt. What if instead Kodak didn't look at their business as we make film, but what if instead they looked at it like this? They said, what we believe is the world is beautiful and that sharing beauty is hard. And as a result of that, we make film so you can capture that beauty. What would have happened Uh, They probably would have gotten to digital cameras, they probably would have invented Instagram, they probably would have invented SD cards and art studios and all kind of other things that could have come out of that one core belief and that problem that sharing beauty is hard. So who is Growth Tools and what do we do? Our core belief is that people are underrated, that we're super smart and way more creative than we give ourselves credit for. The problem that we want to solve preventing this from being a thing, preventing this from being the common belief, is marketing and selling cool ideas is hard. Like if I have an idea and I'm super smart and I'm super creative, I'm like, oh, that should exist. Actually getting that to exist is difficult due to marketing and sales being hard. The solution, the product we want to make to solve this is a marketing system that works every single time. So let's break down each one of those. The belief, the problem, and the solution in detail so you understand how we think and how we go about doing what we do. So people are underrated. We're super smart and we're way more creative than we ever give ourselves credit for and introduce you to a guy named George Land. George was hired by NASA in the 70s or 80s, uh, and NASA came to him with a problem. They said, hey, George, we want to know who our most creative people are at NASA so we can put them on our biggest problems so they can solve them. So George said, yeah, so he made a test. He gave it to NASA. The test worked really well, and George spent the next 15 years of his life diving into that question, like what makes people creative? Are all people creative or people, some pre- certain people born creative? So we did a 15-year-long longitudinal study of a group of 1,500 kids starting at age four and every year tested them to see how creative they were. Crazy results. He found at age four to five years old, 98% of kids tested as creative geniuses. By 10 years old, it was done to 30%. By 15 years old, it was done by 12%. And by the time they were 30, 31 years old, uh, it was less than 2% of people tested as creative geniuses. A few takeaways from this. Number one, we are all born as creative geniuses. Like if I have a five-year-old. Every day I come home from work, which means walking down my stairs, he's created something new that he wants to show me. They're proud of them. They share them with anyone that will listen. They love creating things. That five-year-old, ninety-eight percent of which are creative geniuses, love creating things. This is a thing my son Huck made the other day. He made a spider web in his bedroom, like matrix-style uh, spider web out of scotch tape and strung it all over his room and was just super proud of him. Look at his face. Like, absolutely loves it. But somewhere along the way, we misplace that genius. We misplace that creativity. We start underrating ourselves. We start losing touch with that. We then underrate ourselves and each other as a result, and we forget what's possible, and we lose our sense of all, so much so that we become doubters. If you go and read anything about the Wright brothers who created the airplane, no one believed they could do that. At all. No one thought they could do it. Same thing with SpaceX more recently. No one in the industry would have ever thought relanding rockets was a thing that was doable. But neither one of those people started at a place of, oh, let's make re rockets. Neither one of them started with, oh, let's make an airplane. They had a core belief that generated a problem, and they simply solved that problem. All right, moving on. Our problem that we solve is marketing and selling cool ideas is hard. So we want to solve that. of Americans say fear of failure holds them back from starting a business. The number one reason that businesses fail is too few customers leading to not enough revenue. People have these amazing ideas. They're super creative. But when they get to the point of taking that idea and turning it into a thing, turning it into an organization, turning it into a product, it it fails almost all the time. Why is that? Think about it this way. Uh, If the only way you could drive a car is if you were able to build an internal combustion engine from scratch, like not many people drive cars, <laughs> yet marketing and sales works the exact same way. The only way you can successfully market and sell your product is if you were able to create a marketing engine from absolute scratch, and that is hard and difficult and a total waste of time. Instead, you should be pouring all of your time and effort into the problem that you're trying to solve. As a result, we have to pour all of our effort and energy into marketing and sales, Or the idea never gets off the ground. It's the reason people fail. And most people never even start because they're scared to death of that. So what if there was a marketing and sales system that just worked every time? What if business owners could just focus on solving their problem instead of becoming marketing experts? And this is where we come in. This is the solution. This is the thing that we want to make. A marketing and sales system that works every single time. So that's what we're building. We're building a marketing engine that works every time. You turn the key and it runs. You don't have to know how it works. I mean, the more you master it, the better you'll get at it. But you just stick your key in and you turn it, and you're able to sell your product. You're able to sell your thing and focus on making the best solution that's ever existed to solve that problem. You don't have to reinvent the internal combustion engine from scratch. You don't have to figure out how to become a marketing expert. You just put your key in, you turn it, and it works. This is how we're doing it. There's four steps of this. This is the flywheel that runs our company. First, we solve our own marketing problems. We're our first and best customer. Number two... The things that work the best for marketing and sales, we then codify and give them to our clients so their business grows. Number three, as a result, our clients' businesses grow. (laughs) And number four, that drives up demand and price. So we can't help but solve our own marketing and sales problems. We have to do that. We have to build the engine from scratch. And if we do that, we almost can't help but to share what works best with our clients. And if we share what works best with our clients, their businesses almost can't help but to grow. And if their businesses grow, they almost can't help but to tell people about those and tell those stories. And as a result, their friends come to us and other people come to us that drives up demand, drives up price, and we can then take that profit and almost can't help but to have an additional marketing problems ourselves, and to continue the cycle. So let me give you an example of what that looks like in action. Uh, one problem that most every business has, and we have at Growth Tools, is finding amazing people to work here. <laughs> like hiring. Hiring. So um, that's the problem. So once we solve that problem for ourselves, we then give our clients our hiring playbook. And as a result, the client's businesses almost can't help but to grow. They hire an amazing team and their business grows and the, the results are shared. And once those results are shared, their friends want to hire us and we grow. And that drives our demand and drives our price and allows us to reinvest into another problem. So another example is a typical problem almost every business has, getting more leads to sell their product to, in our case, a coaching program. So once we solve that problem, let's say we use partnerships to solve that problem, we then can't help but to give that partnership playbook to our clients. And as a result, our clients almost can't help but to get more leads and their sales grow and we share the results. And as a result of that, their friends want to do the same and they hire us and the cycle continues. The ultimate deliverable is a playbook. It's a series of action items. And items for them to execute on that produces a result every single time, no matter whether they've ever touched marketing, no matter whether they're a junior level marketer, or they just walked in the door, they turn the engine on, they put the key in and the engine runs. Um, so how do we deliver this to client? What's the, what's like the product look like? What is the actual product? So we have three different levels of product. Number one is an agency where we do it for you. We take and run the engine for you ourselves. Number two is done with you. So we coach you through that. We give you the system and we make sure you know how to run it. Number three is doing it yourself. This is truly the car experience. You like sit in the car and you turn the key and you drive the car. That's eventually where we want to get. Now, the key of this and the reason we want these three products, number one is each of these products works to help perfect the marketing engine and knowing when to give somebody a playbook and knowing when to best run it and make it more efficient so every product builds upon itself so that the marketing system is perfect and runs Every single time. So where will this naturally take us? So if you just do what I just described, like what are our goals? Where, where does this end as a result? So our short-term goals. Number one is $100 million in client revenue growth. We want our client's business to grow, and we track that already. GrowthTools.com slash 100M. You can see the progress we make. We started counting this in quarter two of 2020 uh, as of today, the recording of this, we've had $2.2 million client revenue growth. We have a, a growthtools.com slash wins where every week our clients' revenue uh, and progress and wins are posted. And we count that up and put it on the weekly calculator page. The external goal is, or actually I have these flipped. The, internal go- the external goal is $100 million of client revenue growth. The internal goal is 50 new clients per month. That's our internal goal where we want to get. So long-term, where will this naturally take us? If we just execute on what I just mentioned, where will this naturally take us long-term? Our goal over the next 10 years is to have 10 clients on the front of major publications, major magazines, because they've been able to maniacally focus on the best solution that's ever existed for the problem that they've identified. We want to see them on the front of Time magazines with things like... The divorce rate in the United States has dropped 98% in the last 10 years because some amazing marriage counselor was able to focus on that problem and solve it. Because we are creative, we are smart, and we can solve that problem. Breast cancer has been cured because a researcher didn't have to hunt down grants and find ways to fund the money. We we're able to give him a marketing engine that was able to fund the research and fund the development and fund the R&D to be able to solve that problem. Job happiness has increased by 85% because I'm going to be especially equipped to solve that particular problem job happiness was able to do that. Second long-term goal is that our company, so internal goal, external goal, our internal goal is to have more brand power than Y Combinator and Harvard Business School combined. What does that look like? We have better client results objectively than either one of those companies, Y Combinator or Harvard Business School. Number two, we have a long waiting list of clients. Number three, people pay to jump in line to work with us. Number four, when VCs find out that people that are working with us, they give them more money because they know our system works. And a 1,000 clients have been featured on the Inc. 5000. So what do we do as a company? Who's Growth Tools? We believe that people that are super creative and smart. Taking those that smart and that creativity and turning it into ideas and marketing and selling them is really hard. We are going to solve that problem. But making a bulletproof marketing system that works every single time so you can actually focus on the problem that you want to solve. Most coaches and consultants who have a resource that they give away online aren't leveraging their thank you page, also referred to as a confirmation page, the way they should. Your thank you page is actually an opportunity to generate additional traffic to your website if you do the right things to make it go viral. This month only, I'm giving away my viral thank you page playbook, which includes everything you need to make your thank you page become a viral traffic source to your website, resulting in a lot more leads for you. You can grab it for free this month only at growthtools.com forward slash free. Again, that's growthtools.com forward slash free.